Hello and welcome to Inside Motorsport. We wrap up the Clipsal 500, both of their supercars and the stadium supertracks. I hope you'll stay with us. Nick Perkett was perhaps a surprising winner of the V8 supercars at the Clipsal 500. He spoke to Chad Nalen following the event. Crazy emotion coming to that last corner. I've watched so many cars coming to that last corner to win the Clipsal 500 Sunday and uh, to stand up there is um, unbelievable. In the week I've had the amount of um, following and the you know, encouragement I've had from all the Adelaide fans has been amazing the last week, so pretty good to uh, repay them with a, a win for uh, Adelaide. At what point did you know that you were in for the win, or at least had a shot at the win there? Did you know the guys in front of you were going to pit? Uh, when we were on our slicks, we had a fair idea of where we were at because for the field we'd, we'd taken on, and um, I was hoping it was going to stay dry because the car had finally come alive. Got some rear grip into the thing for the race, and um, it was actually quite quick, and um, we cruised on up on the back of Will, and I was like, fire out, this thing's really quite speedy so um, when it rained I was thinking oh not really convinced on this and I was happy that they red flagged it because we managed to fix the wiper get a tear off and uh, make it actually drivable and uh, yeah it was um, it was a pretty cool feeling. What about the team Lucas Dumbrell Motorsport you've almost single-handedly with with the help of some amazing engineers and hard workers got this team pointing in the right direction it must be amazing to win for them and for Lucas sitting right in front of you. I can't take credit for it all like obviously I get the glory and I get to go on the podium, but um, you know, I obviously came from a team that you know has been the pinnacle of motorsport in Australia with HRT. So I had some pretty good idea of their procedures and day-to-day -day running. So um, you know, I helped. Barry Hayes been massive. Um, Simon McNamara has been huge. Um, everyone who's been involved in the last year. Now we've got some more good guys with Andy Atkins, who's from Triple Eight, and just having those guys in the garage and they're all pushing in the same direction as me and they understand it and the. Just the, what we call it the vibe of LDM is actually really uh, quite good. The no negative attitude, everyone's positive, everyone wants to work hard. And the amount of hours the guys did to have the cars at the test day were a little bit late. And then to get here, um, you know, we had like, toolboxes rocking up from SP um, the day before the truck left. And it was um, to get here and be look the way we did compared to last year is um, a credit to Lucas and, uh, and the whole team. And I'm just the lucky one who gets to sit here and answer the good questions. Unbelievable. Congratulations on a, uh, a mega day. Actually, one more thing for you. I know you've won Bathurst. I'm not going to get to ask you, typical, is it better than winning Bathurst, but is this the other race that you really wanted to win besides Mount Panorama? I think everyone wants to win Clipsal 500. And, yeah, to cross the line, it's my first win. Um, you know, obviously, Garth crossed the line last time, and that was an amazing day, and I still pinch myself that I've been lucky enough to win a Bathurst. And, but to cross the line here is just unbelievable, and it's, uh, it's a feeling that you know, I'll never forget, and to do it, in Adelaide, Clips 500, it's not like you've, uh, no offence to Winton or something, you've won it at Winton, it's just the, one of the biggest race meetings of the year, and it's unbelievable. First Adelaide, I think first South Australian driver to win the Clips, or it's something to reflect on, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> the team is pretty quick at putting that Yeah, he has many passports. Um, no, it's unbelievable, especially, like I said, um, I think Dad Osborne, in 88, and I think pretty sure I was at the uh, 88 Grand Prix. So, um, done a few uh, races here. I've seen every single Clips of 500. Um, uh, yes, yeah, I've either been here as a spectator, like I said, I literally sat in a tree to see over the fence. Um, the tree's still here, it's just massive now. It's actually a 10 11. So, um, yeah, to win it here is unbelievable. Um, I got, can't really say any more than it's just unbelievable. Bringing home the podium for Nissan today, Michael Caruso, what a drive that was towards the end of the race as well just we honestly were a little bit surprised when the numbers got crunched and it's oh Cruz has got a podium today were you weakly surprised uh yeah look we um 
We weren't sure. What I, to be honest, I had no idea what was going on. Um, the boys were pretty busy. They, uh, they told me they didn't have any, um, any information. I figured dropped out uh, partway through the race, so they weren't sure what was going on. So um, I just, just try to keep it on the road, um, probably like the rest of the boys. It's, uh, it was pretty slippery out there. I mean, um, the only thing I can compare it to is Sydney last year where it was um, similar, but uh, it, it seemed to be a lot worse, a lot of standing water, um, particularly in the straight lines. So... Yeah, it was, uh, it was great to, obviously, it's very good result, just for, not just for me personally, but for the team, because they've been working really hard in the off-season, and, and we've seen them start the season well. The decisions, a lot of clutch decisions for V8 Supercars officials here today, do you feel like they called that race correctly in certain areas? Yeah, I think they, um, they played it smart. I mean, clearly, when the lightning started striking, you, you can't be racing and having people in pit lane, and... Um, you know, put people in a, uh, an unsafe position. So uh, I think it was a smart thing to do, and particularly us as drivers on the track when, there's, uh, when you're doing, you know, 50 or 60 k's in second gear and, you know, struggling to keep it on the road, it's, um, it's a safe thing to do. Congratulations on uh, a big podium here today. Hard-earned one, I reckon. Uh, over to GT, another driver who was like, uh, OK, this is the podium then after we crunched all the numbers. Uh, take us back to the beginning of the race because you had your hands fairly full with a few drivers. Seems like so long ago, but there was contact with Jamie Winkup, I believe, down at turn nine. Talk us through that first. Yeah, he just turned across the front of me and he spun around. Um, and from then on, that was we raced on. Simple you didn't think there's going to be any? Oh, I have to wait and see. We'll have to wait and see. I didn't think there was anything. I asked the team whether we should readdress it based on the um, based on the, um, the the drivers' briefing that we had on Friday, and they said no, we don't think that. We think it's fine. Press on. So we pressed on. Uh, Holden, I here, never beaten with the the new model. Holden, that you've got here, it's been a complete whitewash. It must be an amazing track now to come here as the factory team and claim so much success. Yeah, well, it's a Holden city, isn't it? So um, Holden means a lot in Adelaide, obviously with production up the road at Elizabeth. And, um, and with that shutting down in the future, it's fantastic to continue the, the success that Holden's had here uh, with VF and, uh, and to continue that and, uh, and with a new team as well. So obviously uh, both races yesterday are taken by well, three different teams now. So it shows that... Um, Holden are very serious about their motorsport and, and, um, and they're uh, obviously very smart about how they position themselves within the teams up and down pit lanes. So uh, three different winners with the same car, it's, uh, it's pretty impressive. When you're sitting on the grid and it starts to rain and the boys don't know slick tyres, wet tyres, what to do, what goes through your head? Did you have any idea what the next two hours are going to be like? Uh, I saw the radar just before I jumped in the car um, and then it came pretty quickly. So, um, you know, it was, it was a pretty easy decision to make right at the end there. It was obviously pouring down. So... Um, yeah, look, it's, um, you just keep a clear head. No, I can't change the weather. So um, you just wait to see what you've got and, and press on. And Yeah, look, it was a tough race uh, for us. We, uh, we didn't have any windscreen wiper for, for after lap two. So um, seeing where we're going was difficult at times. When it was really, really pouring down, like Caruso said, it was, it was impossible. I couldn't see where I was going. Um, when it dried out and it was like that murky conditions, I couldn't see where I was going because all the screen was all dirty. So, yeah, it was, it was tricky, but... Um, Guys are very smart in the garage. Um, you know, they've proven time and time again that they're very, very smart in the garage about the rules and, and what they need to do to, to fulfil those. And, um, you know, I think we've got fast cars too, so um, pretty happy with today. How about the guy sitting next to you? Yeah, he goes all right. Um, yeah, I think it's fantastic. You know, it's fantastic. This is not an easy race to win, and it's not an easy race to win in those conditions. So just staying on the island, as we saw today, was, was a challenge. So um, to do all that and to manage what was going on with the race and to manage the weather and to manage all those rule stuff that was going on the last half of the race, I think it, it says a lot about Nick. And 
It said a lot. I mean, we we a lot of people looked at us strange when we when we announced him as the co-driver to go to Bathurst in 2011, and that turned out all right. So um, yeah, look, I think it's fantastic. Great place to win your first solo race. Not bad. Is it nice to finish ahead of a team like Red Bull when it when it gets down to flicking through the regs and going through the numbers and power outages and pit lane? Is it good to get one on the uh, the other Holden team? Oh, we want to beat everyone, regardless of their colour or creed. Well, we talk about creed. Sheldon Creed was the winner of the Stadium Super Trucks in this year's event. Talking about creed, Sheldon Creed was the winner of the Stadium Super Trucks. Last year, he finished the event on his roof. This year, it was on the wheels, and he took the victory. Yeah, much much cleaner, smoother finish this year, but um, all in all, a lot of fun. Good weekend of racing, and uh, just happy to get the number one play in front of the Australian crowd. You start off the championship with a win, but what do you do when you're not racing stadium super trucks? Uh, when I'm not racing, uh, I'm still a senior in high school, so uh, I'm homeschooled, um, so it makes it a little bit easier, but I still got a lot of homework during the week, and then uh, I also like work a little bit, make some money, and then I'm um, really just hanging out with friends. I'm not in town a lot, so I uh, hang out with friends a lot, and, and uh, just your average kid, really, when, when I'm not out of town racing anything. What's your end game? Where do you want to be? Uh, what sort of racing do you want to aspire to? Uh, I'd like to. Uh, I'd like to get in a NASCAR. I'd even be open to racing uh, like V8 supercars. I think uh, all that's super cool. And I just I want to make a career out of it and and, uh, and be just be paid to race and um, just just take my career as far as I can go and as long as I can do it. And then uh, you know, just try not to sit in an office every day and and, uh, and race. So that's my main goal. Just. Really, uh, NASCAR or V8 supercars or, or IndyCar or something like that, and then um, just see where it goes. That's all we have time for this week on Inside Motorsport. Until next time, everyone, keep smiling and bye for now. Inside Motorsport is produced by Thunder Media for the Community Radio Network.